sit down and buckle up. It's time for Track Talk with Bryce Sparling and Matt Ridgeway. Lights out in the way we go with another fantastic edition of TM5's Track Talk. I am Bryce Sparling. With me, as always, is my co-driver, Mr. Matt Ridgway, back off of a bit of a hiatus. It is what it is, man. Uh, life gets in the way. Matt's uh, home only a little bit this year, so Matt tries to maximize the time he can get with his family and everything when he's at home. And with football kicking off, our schedules just sort of got wonky, but... Uh, we carved out about 45 minutes to an hour to, to record here, so uh, we got Track Talk back at least for one week. At least for one week, you get Track Talk back. Hey, if, uh, if F1 can take a summer break, so can we. Hey, I, 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 don't, I don't, yeah, I like it. I like it. That is <laughs> summer break, dude. It felt like, I felt like F1 was never coming back. Like, every single weekend, yeah. I was like, this is the weekend they're coming back, right? Nope, you got yep. another weekend left. Yeah, well, that's exactly what we just put all our listeners through, so... Um, <laughs> No, it is what it is. Um, again, sorry we try to we try to make this work uh, whenever we can. Schedules in real life do take precedence, and and sometimes it doesn't work out. But I'm um, I'm glad to be back on the show, uh, our show, and sitting down to talk some racing. Yeah, man, been a bunch of racing. I'll be honest with you, I haven't kept up with a ton of it. I haven't watched a ton of it. I kept up with all of it on social media and all that. Uh, with football season kicking off here. Uh, I've been a little preoccupied, so not uh, not done the best time, or not done the best of actually watching the races, but I have uh, been keeping up with them. Man, I, I think the first thing, I don't think we talked about this before we went on a bit of a hiatus. First thing over in NASCAR uh, is the Noah Gragson situation. Um, I, he's, I, is he coming back to NASCAR? I don't, I don't think he's coming back, man. He'll be back in NASCAR. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think he'll come back to the Cup Series. I don't think he'll have a ride. Uh, but he will. He'll eventually. He'll come back to NASCAR in some driver role for somebody. Uh, I don't know who or when or where that'll be. I would say probably start of next season. If it's not the start of next season, then I would begin to start questioning if it if it's ever going to happen. Uh, but I expect. Uh, somewhere in the silly season over the off season, somebody will sign a truck team that needs a proven driver or, or maybe even an Xfinity team, uh, depending on what sponsors stayed with him. Because I believe, I know Black Rifle Coffee Company was his, they came with him from JRM uh, to the cup. And so I don't think they've publicly announced what they're going to do. And to be honest with you, I haven't paid any attention to the 42 car to see if it's still on there or not. Um, but presumably, if uh, Black Rifle Coffee sticks with Gregson, uh, that will that will fund another ride. Somebody will uh, will accept him and his ways. We'll call them ways. I don't have a better word for them <laughs> than that. But uh, yeah, I, I'd expect he'll be back at some point. I, I expect it will be a truck or a, uh, a B-class Xfinity car. Yeah, man, I, I kind of 
I, I was I was out of the loop, and then I just saw Noah Gregson, Noah Gregson, Noah Gregson, started reading through what all happened and all that. It, dude, you just can't. In today's day and age, like you, you just gotta, gotta be you so gotta be smarter than that. Yeah, you just gotta be so mindful of of what you what you click on on social media, what you do, what you like. I mean, everything you do in today's day and age is gonna be put under a microscope, and it sucks for him because he's a good racer, man. But it's one of those things where. Who knows if he's ever going to get another chance and another ride after something like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But like you said, I don't know. It goes back to, you gotta be smarter than that. Don't put yourself in that position. There are already people looking, um, to create controversy, even out of things that are not controversial. I remember a couple of years ago, um, somebody on Twitter went through the, North Carolina voter registration, ID registration, and listed all of the drivers who are registered Republicans as, and, and listed this as being problematic. Like, like he was, he was exposing them. And it's just <laughs> like, that. first of all, that's not problematic. Whatever anybody's political affiliations is, is their business and not at all relevant to the sport but it's just like this guy was seeking attention and seeking to create controversy by just digging up public information on these people and their political affiliations um surprisingly a lot of nascar drivers more than you'd think are not politically affiliated uh with a party uh, some no of wonder them I love NASCAR will, so much. Neither am I. Yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, also. Um, but, but I mean, if you've got stuff like that going on, you, you've got them looking, kicking over stones where there aren't even things to be found just to create controversy on the internet. Obviously, when you do something that dumb, uh, if you're Noah Gregson, he, he, was, he created the low-hanging fruit. He got himself into the situation, uh, regardless of your feelings on dark humor. And I mean, I was in the military. I, you don't have to, you don't have to explain dark humor to me. Um, but again, you're, you're being watched in, in a culture that is overly fueled by sensitivity and, uh, and rage and aggression, like just and cancel cancel culture, um, is a thing whether you like it or not. And and everybody's so pissed it, off like nowadays. Like it's just I don't know. I feel like the mood, especially online, like everybody is just overall in a pissy mood and looking to be offended by something or, or looking for something to piss them off. Or it's very odd, man. It's very very yeah. odd. Everybody everybody's a victim these days and i just that's not a mentality i'll ever understand or even attempt to because i'm damn sure not a victim um uh, everything that happens in my life is because i control it or to to the degree i can but yeah, yeah. again don't put yourself in that position yeah you gotta be smarter so, man just you know, yep. and how old's noah gregson he's he's a youngster right is he even old 20, enough to drink 22 20 oh he's old enough to drink oh, okay uh For some reason i thought he was still a teenager and he does that sometimes to excess. Uh, he has a reputation of being, uh, you know what? Never mind. Not important. Oh, uh, I don't want to play booze hands, what you're telling me. No, Gregson likes to toss a couple back, does he? I, if 
I don't think that's exactly breaking news. So let's just say that there were some questions before he got suspended. There were questions about whether or not he was even going to be invited to return to that car. Wow. Um, some and they used the the guise of that was the switch to Toyota next year for Legacy Motor Club. Um, but I think underneath the surface explanation was some frustration with his maturity level, to be honest with you. Um, just from what I've seen, from what I've, t- I've talked to Noah a couple times, like I don't have anything against him. Um, but let's just say that if I were in his position, I would have probably taken my situation a whole lot more seriously than he did. Uh, and again, you know, I can't live this life for him. I have nothing. I have, I mean, the only conversations we've ever had were friendly. We're joking. Um, he's kind of, I mean, there's not a lot of young people in NASCAR. So whenever you're in a group of, you know, guys under 30, uh, it, te- it, it's usually lighthearted. Uh, and it was with Noah every time I engaged with him. But um, yeah, to be a driver, you just, A, you got to be smarter than that. And B, you, you got to take it more seriously. And maybe this will be a fantastic growing up opportunity for him we will see yeah i was just sort of browsing over what he's done this year in the xfinity i I mean the results were there like noah's results were there this year and i just in proper xfinity xfinity Xfinity. what did he what's he run in xfinity uh i mean he he got some he got a what in top tens how many Xfinity has he run this year? Uh oh, that was last year. I'm an idiot. I'm looking at the wrong yeah, year. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at the he wrong was a year. Tough rookie with legacy this yeah, year. Yeah, 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 and yeah, it, yeah. The results were not there. It no, they going, were not. It was going very poorly. Why did I think he ran Xfinity and Cup this year? He didn't run full time Xfinity. No, I can't he tell you. I don't think he ran any Xfinity this year. I don't think he did either. Um he ran he rode he ran the Daytona five hundred in Xfinity. And finished 24th. So I, I guess I, I'm, I was still in 2022. Um, yeah, you just you just got to be smarter, dude. You just, I mean, if you're Kyle Larson and the results are there, I guess you can get away with stuff like this uh, and and have a bit of a resurgence and a bounce back. Oh, you can you can come back. Yeah, uh, yeah. The same result. <laughs> I saw the best thing about this whole this whole ordeal. It was a tweet that I saw that said. If I had a nickel for every time the driver of the 42 car was suspended for being racist, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> and I never put, like, once you said Eric Larson was driving the 42 for Ganassi when he was suspended, uh, and, and now Gregson. So if you have any racist undertones at all in your life, probably... <laughs> Don't become the driver of the number forty-two Stay in the country. Stay away from the number forty-two. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was that was the best tweet I saw. I had I was rolling on the floor laughing. That's pretty good. That. That's pretty. That's pretty funny. So yeah, Gregson's Gregson's out for now, man. No. We'll we'll see. We'll see if he comes back. We'll see uh, what they make of it. A couple weeks ago, man, y'all were up in Indianapolis for a huge motorsport weekend up there at what I still hate that they call it the they don't call it the brickyard but the brickyard is in the name of it and like 
as soon as I hear Brickyard, I'm thinking of the 400. Like it, it, that's because that's what it should be. Yeah, it's it's called the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard race. And you know what I called Brickyard. it? What? I called it the backwards Brickyard 200. <laughs> I like that because <laughs> we're running the wrong way on the track. <laughs> I like we're coming that. out of. You're coming, you're coming out of, out of coming, turn one to the finish line. Yeah, like, yeah. It's the wrong. So I call it the backwards brickyard two hundred. Backwards brickyard two hundred. I like that. Uh, how, how how was uh, was that the first time you've ever been to Indy? Yes, it is. How, how uh, was so that, man? I've never been there for the first time this month. How how was that? How was that experience? It was surreal. It was unbelievable. Um, man, just to be in a place with so much history was just incredible like i i almost care it's probably the only time this year where i cared more about the place i was at than the event happening there um because a lot of tracks are cool you know i'm seeing all these for the first time uh i don't think that that's it right every track we go to homestead i still haven't seen homestead miami that's the only track we have left on the schedule that I have never seen. Um, yeah, it's like a it's like all, a it's like a C minus. Yeah, I mean it might be. I'll let you know. Yeah. But I'm I'm looking forward to Miami in November. I'll tell you that. Um, That'll be nice weather. End of October. I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Down the road. Yeah. At some point. Um, uh, not that far down the road. Once I once you hit football season, that's it. I mean, it's all downhill from it's smooth sailing to christmas from that i, I point don't know on, if it's so. smooth sailing but it goes by <laughs> fast uh, the smooth sailing part might not it might not you know uh go for me but uh, it does go I fast was about to say, it's smooth sailing if football is not your job oh yeah it's so, uh yeah I, um but i mean you talked about the place that had so much legacy i mean they've been racing there since the you know 1900 like the first indianapolis yeah. 500 was in 1911 over 100 years ago I mean, yeah. AJ Foyt, Alan Sir Jr., Elio Castro Neves, the Andretti's raced there. Um, I mean, Schumacher went around there. He raced there. I mean, there's just it's it's what it's the most iconic racing venue in America. It's more iconic than the Daytona 500. It's, I like it just because of how long they've been doing it there. And I, I've never been. I've always wanted to go and. Uh, you getting to go, I'm, I'm, I'm a little jealous, man. I've always wanted to go to that venue. It always looked like a really neat place to be. Yeah, it was amazing. I, I wish the first time I got to see it was not the road, the backwards road course. <laughs> I wish it was the oval, how God intended it uh, before before man uh, just destroyed it, just made a mockery yeah, of it. <laughs> fell short of God's intentions. Um, but, but I, I wanted to go to the Indy test because they were testing the oval Monday and Tuesday. And I mean, I had the opportunity to go with the 14, um, but I had just done the Richmond short track test two weeks before uh, that weekend was Mason's third birthday. And I'm, I was gone. Um, his birthday was on Sunday. So I was at the track. Um, we celebrated on Monday, but it just, it would not have been a smart move for me to stay in Indianapolis, not having had to. The, the Richmond test—that's the 41 car. I got to be there. Right. Right. The, the Indy Oval test—that's the 14 car. If I'm there, it's completely on my volunteer. I say voluntary. It's not like I wouldn't be paid normally. I'm, but um, 
I mean, the parties involved been... didn't have to know that you didn't need to be there for the 14th. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're, yes, but I just don't. At the point of, I've already, I had a Richmond test for Monday and Tuesday, so I was gone for four days. I was home for two days, and then the following weekend, Rich, I mean, uh, Michigan rained out, and I was had to stay over till Monday. Yeah. So I've had, you know, seventy-two odd hours in the last two weeks where I was supposed to be home, and was on the road. So at that point, I I don't want to I don't want to be gone any more than I have to be. I want to be home for a little bit. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think you probably made the wise choice. I see you're in the house, so that's good. I think that's uh that's that's a wise choice that you. Uh, yeah. 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 Came home for that. <laughs> yeah. It is. Uh, Michael McDowell won the Verizon 200 Brickyard yeah, Backwoods. Uh, Chase Elliott finished in second. Backwoods. He, in the, back, the, back. the backwards. Backwards. <laughs> the backwards. Ah, backwards man. Else. It, Indian, That's it, not in Indianapolis. Yeah, you drive. You drive 10 minutes in any direction in Indy, and you end up in not backwoods but cornfields. I mean, there's. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hey, what was cool was that my hotel was right across the street from Lucas Oil Stadium. Oh, uh, neat. I didn't. I was. That was the first weekend of preseason, but uh, the Colts, I think, were in the Hall of Fame game or whatever. They, so they they did not have a preseason game, or they were somewhere else. I, I don't know. Away. It was uh, uh, Browns and Browns and Packers were in the Hall of Fame game. Okay, or uh, Browns and Jets. Jets. Sorry, Aaron. Yes. Yeah. 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 I still anyway. get used to Aaron Rodgers in New York. Yeah. 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 Um, anyways, the the Colts weren't there. I would have gone ch- check out a, a preseason game, um, but I, it was cool to look over and uh, see Lucas Oil Stadium out my hotel window and know that the Georgia Bulldogs won a national championship in that building. That was over Alabama, so that was. And fun fact: that's the biggest Kroger's in the entire United States. Uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. Is there a Kroger in there? No, but the Lucas Oil Stadium is designed exactly like Kroger's. Like if it you, does if, look like a Kroger from the outside. Identical. Giant it looks like Identical. a Kroger. I'm not. I, I absolutely can see that. The giant brick structure with like the almost like cathedral like uh, window yes. shape thing. Yeah. All it's missing is a, a big old Kroger neon light. <laughs> it always, always reminds me of Kroger's. Uh, yeah. Chase Elliott fin- finished second, man. He's trying to race his way into the playoffs. And spoiler alert, he doesn't get there, man. He gets there. Uh, he finishes in second at uh, at. at the brickyard at the you know the backwards 200 and then everybody you know everybody going into back-to-back road courses everybody was saying oh he's gonna win one he's gonna win one he's gonna win one he doesn't win one uh in indy and they go to uh they go to Watkins Glen and doesn't win it there i mean he gets uh he gets who, who was it it was him in who who came together it was him and somebody else that came together on one of those turns and spun each other around what was it no he, he ran out of gas no, I'm thinking of Indy. I'm thinking of when he got hit at Indy, I think. I don't, I no. don't know. I don't know. He finished second at Indy, so he couldn't have been. Yeah. At Watkins Glen, he ran out of fuel. That's what it was. That's what it was. He ran out of fuel. That's what it was. On, I, the, on the straightaway. My mind is so jumbled up right now. Um, well, you're trying to, we're recapping four different weeks of <laughs> Yeah, three of different motorsports. At least we don't have to recap any F1. It was everybody. Yeah. Everybody was on a catamaran having fun. That was the F one. That would have been the easiest to recap. Max Verstappen won all the races. Moving on. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So Chase Elliott runs out of runs out of gas. How does that happen, man? How does how does that? How, I I don't know. Like in 
I don't know. Uh, in the very last race, the very last chance you have to make the playoffs, how how do you miscalculate this? Uh, I don't know, man. That obviously that is there is a race engineer on the box whose job it is to tell the crew chief exactly how far the car can go on fuel. Um, that is a moving target throughout the entire race, every pit stop. Uh, there is a calculation of how much fuel went in and how much fuel is consumed and at what pace they're burning fuel. And you have uh, calculations for cautions and, and green flag racing. Uh, you shouldn't always know to the exact lap uh, your fuel calculation. Now, uh, it's not a perfect science. Obviously, there's room for miscalculation. Um, but that certainly seemed like a pretty big error. And it's not a, it's not solely, we're all talking about it at Hendrick Motorsports because of, because of who it was. But don't forget the week before it at Indianapolis, Eric Almarola ran out of fuel coming to the white flag. Um, went from 19th to dead last because he couldn't he couldn't make it another lap. Uh, they had calculated. Now, in this case, because I'm part of Stuart Haas, I know what happened. They had calculated, basically expecting for a green-white checkered. Uh, and I mean, not a green-white checkered, a caution to come out somewhere in that run that never did. There was only one caution at Indianapolis. Um, and it happened before that. So... They they knew they were going to be stretching it. They knew they couldn't make it if it went green. They were going to try anyway. But yeah, as far as Watkins Glen goes, I don't know. I don't know who was telling who what on top of that pit box. But obviously, um, that is it's not Chase Elliott's fault. Um, no, no, he's for still, sure. You know, his he's got one job inside that car, and if he's told to save, then he's got to save. But I don't know what the communication inside the car was. I, I honestly don't care. I'm not going back to look. Um, that is a failure on top of the box. Ultimately, the crew chief is responsible, but the crew chief has delegated tasks on top of that box. So I don't know who said the number, who told the crew chief we can go X many laps. Uh, clearly that was not correct. And I guess, you know, when he came back from his uh, from his suspension, the one race suspension, but when he came back from his busted leg, you know, he had like, I don't know, around 20 races, I think, to to recover and, and get a win. <clears throat> and it just never came. And I'm just, I'm kind of shocked by that, man. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on, but the fact that he didn't get at least one win. And we know those Hendrick cars are strong this year. Cause uh, William exactly. Byron has won. 13 Five. it seems like every single race he enters William Byron enters and uh, wins it. it's going to be it's going to be between him and Martin Truex I think for the championship so uh, yeah yeah we know they're strong but I, it, Elliot mm -hmm. just couldn't get he couldn't get into victory lane for some reason I, I have no idea why yeah I don't know I it is curious to me for the exact point that you just mentioned we know it's not a Hendrick Motorsports issue uh, a couple of years ago Hendrick was terrible they couldn't they I mean the Camaro with nose was awful aerodynamically. Uh, Hendrick was absolute garbage. Uh, and Chase Elliott was still managing to win races, road courses, whatever. Um, this year, Hendrick is not awful. Uh, in fact, they're probably the top organization in NASCAR at the moment. 
uh, that's not that happened. And you know, it's it ebbs and flows. But Hendrick is not has been on top before. They will be again. They are right now, in my opinion. Um, so it is curious to me why the nine can't get out of its own way. Um, but but certainly they're just they're having a disaster of a year. I don't think they win in Daytona. Spoiler alert for picks later. Uh, I don't think they make the playoffs. And I don't think they win a race this year. Maybe the Roval. Uh, I would say that's his best bet. He's, uh, let's see, where else do we go that he's won at before? Uh, uh, Darlington. Uh, yeah, uh, he could win Darlington. He's good enough. Bristol? Uh, he has not won the Bristol night race. Thanks, Kevin Harvick. Um, uh, you got, so after after Daytona, you got Darlington, Kansas, Bristol, Texas, Talladega, then the Roval, and then Las Vegas, Homestead, Martinsville, and then Phoenix. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving them, I'm giving them the Roval. I would Roble. say Phoenix because he, he's won at Phoenix before, but he won't be in the final four and only cars in the final four somehow win the championship race at Phoenix. <laughs> Craziest somehow. phenomenon. Just absolutely unexplainable. Somehow. Happens every year though. <laughs> uh, if he, if he in fact doesn't win a race this year, it'll be the first time since 2017 that Chase Elliott has not won a race in the cup series. Yeah. Which was his rookie year. Uh, the year after his rookie year, 16 was his rookie year. He won a race in 16? Uh, no, I'm saying since 17. Oh, so he didn't win 16 or 17. Correct. And then he won, okay, yeah. Watkins Glen that third year. Yep, once he, once uh, he changed over to uh, the nine car. Yeah, he, nine. Won a, he won yep. a Watkins Glen and Dover uh, in, yes. in 18. Oh, God, that Dover race. Dude, that Dover, at one point in that race, Stuart Haas Racing was running one, two, three, and four. Wow. And... And Chase Elliott won the race. <laughs> it was, it was bad. It was a disaster of a day. That sucks, dude. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, um, so Watkins Glen, Chase Elliott, probably not going to make the playoffs right now. The standings look like, where did I put the standings? They are on one of these screens. I think maybe not. Let me click over here and then click this and then click that. And there we go. Uh, right now, uh, locked in William Byron, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Kyle Boosh, uh, Chris Boucher, Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, Ryan Blaney, Tyler Reddick, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski is not locked in, but he'll probably be okay on points. Uh, Michael McDowell locked in, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. locked in. Really, the two bubble guys right now, and I think they're they are pretty safe just looking at the uh, the points back right now. Uh, Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick is 135 points up, so he should be. He should be good. Harvick. Harvick is locked in. I don't he know. Locked, he is locked in on points. He doesn't have a win. He is locked in on points. 135 points. Someone might be able to make that up in one race. So. No, he has mathematically <laughs> secured his spot in the playoffs. It's um. It's going to come down to Bubba Wallace and Ty Gibbs. I think Daniel Suarez. Exactly. He, he's 43 back, and I. I think that's too much for a single race. I. Well, you could have. I mean. Hell, if we win the race, we're 25th in points. Then we kick well, Bubba that's, out. And that's, I forgot so, about that. You're it, right. <laughs> it's 16 versus the field uh, at Daytona this weekend. It's Bubba Wallace versus the world, which uh, 
<laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I forgot so, about the winning the race, dude. Would that not just be amazing if somebody like from twenty fifth back wins the race and knocks Bubba Wallace out of the playoffs? Well, it happened last year because Austin <laughs> Dillon got pushed to a win by his teammate, oh. who was multiple laps down and already in the playoffs. Oh. And Tyler Tyler Reddick just made sure to stay on Austin Dillon's bumper. Um, oh, so you're saying and, la- you're saying last year Tyler Reddick was already locked in at the last race of the season and helped his teammate get locked into the playoff. Yes, his teammate Austin Dillon. Yep, who was really far down in the points. That's correct. Oh my goodness! It's like history is repeating itself. Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick already locked into the playoffs, and Austin Dillon is way in the rearview mirror in points at 29th. 29th. Yeah, but this year, don't forget this year, Tyler Reddick's teammate is Bubba Wallace, not Austin Dillon. Oh, I forgot about that. Tyler, You're right. Yeah. He changed teams, so if he he could still push his teammate into the playoffs. That's true, but. It would be a driver more deserving of the playoffs than Austin Dillon has ever been in his life. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, let's see. Who, who we got back here? I'm going to say Harrison Burton wins. Harrison. I doubt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Did my did awesome authenticity come clear there? Oh, man. I didn't mean to forsake professionalism for my actual opinion. Uh, <laughs> That dude probably doesn't have a ride. He's probably got 11 more races of a cup career. Oh, no. You got to get yeah. somebody good in that 21 car. I got a bunch of I got, I got a bunch of 21 gear now in my house because... Well, the problem is they're affiliated with Penske. They had Blaney in that car. And once he developed and became good, Penske was like, oh, cool, you're ours now. Yeah. Come up to the big <laughs> boy team. Good luck, other team. We also... is sort of our team. <laughs> so... so, so. All right, Wood Brothers. Here's a uh, Wood yeah. Brothers of the Alpha Towery of uh, of NASCAR. It's what it is. Yeah, uh, they just pulled Blaney. They're like, all right, he's ours now because he's good. Um, <laughs> he won Pocono in that 21 car. Win one win number 199 for the Wood Brothers. They're still sitting on 199. Um, that was 10 they, years ago. Because yeah. <laughs> Pinsky was like, yep, yeah, he's developed. He's ours now. Um, <laughs> So yeah, what you're just, saying is Grayson should have picked a better number to root for. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. If a 21 is it, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's still a lot to race for this weekend in, in the uh, in the NASCAR uh, Cup Series. One win and you're in, man. That's it. Uh, the playoffs are locked for the Xfinity Series. Uh, it is – or wait, no, they're still, they're still racing. No. Right? They, they, they locked uh, this week, I, I think, right? No, truck is locked in. Xfinity is the only one not – uh, done, I think. And Xfinity's pretty close as well. I mean, you got um, uh, Sheldon Creed, Daniel Hemrick, Riley Herbst, Parker Kligerman. I mean, they're all within 28 to 31 points of each other. Um, and only three of those four are going to be able to make it. A Brandon Jones is 61 points back. So points-wise, probably not going to make it into the playoffs. But once again, like you said, if anybody comes from the back and wins wins at, at Daytona, that like you get in it's i don't know that's kind of it's kind of weird to think about it like that but yeah the the xfinity or the truck series is locked in it's tj or excuse me ty majeski cory high tj tj majeski uh ty's brother we're racing for him actually tj's down there working the pedals and ty just actually steers the steers the steering wheel it's like a little rascals uh sort of situation that's what i do with my kid when he's sim racing (laughs) i just work the pedals and let him shift or steer 
Uh, I race with some of those people too when I'm in iRacing, I feel like. I bet you do. <laughs> That's uh, why I don't race with people on iRacing. It's, it's terrible. It's it's so aggravating. You'll have a you'll have a phenomenal race with with great people, great battles and stuff. You know, rubbing and bumping and stuff, but nobody's going crazy. And then the last like two or three laps, someone completely loses their mind and turns you around, and your entire day is ruined. And you want to throw a a, a four hundred dollars steering steering wheel through the window. So yeah, um, and then you get penalized by the system. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's my fault. It's my fault that they're yep. a crappy driver. Uh, what the hell? Uh, but yeah, t- t- Ty Majeski, Corey Heim, Christian Eckes, Carson Hosevar, Zane Smith, Grant Enfinger, Ben Rhodes, and Nicolas Sanchez. And uh, Nicolas Sanchez, Matt Crafton, and Matt Benedetto are racing for that uh, for that last spot there. They are separated by five points. Separated by five points are Nicolas Sanchez, Matt Crafton, and Matt Benedetto um, is his name. Just FYI, if you were wondering. Uh, so y'all switch your gaze this week over to Daytona, which yes. that's kind of an appropriate last ditch effort to make the playoffs. It's kind of weird that Daytona is the premier track of NASCAR, but it's not in the playoffs. But I guess it's appropriate that it sets the playoff field for better or worse. Like you're going to have chaos. So might as well throw Daytona as your last one in there. Daytona or Talladega. The yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am sort of a traditionalist on this. I think the Daytona should be our Fourth of July night race. I, I don't like, I don't like that it's the last uh, race before the playoffs. I would like to see that at another track that produces exciting racing. Um, uh, dude, I, I, it'd be hot as hell, but what Atlanta delivered that last race. I think it should yeah, be in the running. That could work. Yeah. 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 That could work. And then that would be kind of a that would be good for the schedule too because it'd be kind of the last you would get basically two weeks at home with Atlanta and Darlington and back to back weeks, you would get a relatively easy easy travel schedule before the playoffs start. Um, and you should switch if you're gonna do that, if we're gonna move Daytona back to July fourth and reschedule that, put Atlanta as the last race before the playoffs start. Then you would have Atlanta-Darlington, and then you go to yeah. Kansas, but swap Kansas and Bristol. That way you get Atlanta, Darlington, and Bristol, and then you could have sort of a West Coast swing with Kansas and Texas on back-to-back weeks before coming home and doing Talladega and Charlotte. Yeah, yep, and then Miami and then Phoenix. Uh, uh, Vegas. Oh, Martinsville. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot Vegas, yeah, I forgot too. Vegas. Uh, I would I would move I would move Vegas to where Martinsville is, and have Martinsville, Homestead. So you do Vegas Phoenix. Vegas Phoenix, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think that saved money on like haulers and stuff. I would think. It would. Know. Yeah, I would think that. I would think that save a couple bucks. But you know, us sitting here and saying how the schedule should runs a little bit different than them trying to actual schedule these these places. Yeah. And, well. Uh, it's not my job, so I can get. I just sit back and criticize it. Well, maybe it needs to be your job. Damn it! Maybe that's what. It, maybe that. Maybe that's what your your job needs to be. I I'm shooting for a little bit higher than running NASCAR. At this point, I'm considering a presidential run. <laughs> just because I, I just never mind. You're smarter than half the morons I heard speak I, last night. So yeah, I'd vote for you. I've I've got to fix it. You got my vote, pal. <laughs> I'm all on board. Uh, so, yeah, we shift our gaze this week down to Daytona. The action starts Friday night. We have some press pass availability. Ricky Stenhouse, Junior Ross Chastain, Kevin Harvick, 
Uh, they will be starting at 345. And then the uh, uh, qualifying starts at 3 p.m., excuse me, for the Xfinity Series. And then we have the Wawa 250 powered by Coca-Cola on USA Network at 7.30 for the Xfinity cars. And then over on Saturday, we have uh, Truck Series practice. They're up in Milwaukee. Uh, So, yeah, Truck and Milwaukee. Milwaukee. The Trucks and the Menards cards are up in Milwaukee. uh, practice for the trucks at 2 p.m. Practice for the Menards cars at 3. Qualifying for the Menards cars at 4. Uh, and then we have the Coke Zero Sugar 400 Saturday night at 7 p.m. for the NASCAR Cup Series. And I completely glossed over that y'all will be practicing, or excuse me, qualifying at 5.05 uh, on Friday night. I tomorrow? Uh, yeah. I have to qualify at 5.05 tomorrow. You do. Yes. Dude. Yes. You know what time? You know what time I go wheels up tomorrow? Four K. Nine a.m. Oh. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna be standing in Florida in 99 degree weather, in all black because that's our crew shirts this week. Uh-huh. Till 5 p.m. Uh-huh. So I can make one lap. Uh-huh. And then go back to the hotel. Uh huh. Oh, Lord. Okay. Uh, Just to give you a weather update of what it's going to feel like tomorrow. I haven't checked Daytona, Florida, but I have checked Albany, Georgia. Uh, In Albany, Georgia, tomorrow is going to be a balmy 104. Um, God. uh, Bless it. I'm dead. All right. Let's do this in real time. Watch the Daytona real feel for 5 p.m. tomorrow. Let's let's do this. Daytona real feel. (laughs) 5 p.m. tomorrow. This is determined if Matt is coming back for track talk next week. Why is my computer freaking out? It's so hot, my computer froze up. That's what it is. Like, we can't even read numbers that high. I can't even spell Daytona. My lord. Uh, Daytona, Florida. Let's see what we're looking at tomorrow. Oh, it's actually a little bit. uh, Looks like it's going to be a little bit nicer than it's going to be in not spell Daytona Florida looks like it's going to be a little bit nicer so tomorrow at 555 it is going to be a real feel of 96 that's not the worst not terrible what's the high the high is uh, that is going to be 87 the high tomorrow the high with the real feel high of what? Uh, 98 at 2 p.m. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess who's going to be standing in the sun at 2 p.m.? Uh, no, you'll be good. You don't start until five something. Just, just hide in the shade. You don't have to. You don't have to find that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to deep my tires under my lift gate on my truck, and then I'm just going to hide in the truck. That's smart. Put put yeah. ice in your shoes. That way your feet stay cold. No. Oh, I don't. I'm not a fan of wet feet. Or just don't wear shoes at all. That, that, I'm more of a fan of that. <laughs> just wear flip-flops. They like to wear flip-flops. I, I will invoke my native Hawaiian privileges. <laughs> uh, Native-born Hawaiian. I'm not Pacific Islander ethnicity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, a nice balmy night out there in, uh, in Daytona. And then let's see, uh, 7 o'clock, you got, the, uh, you got the night race on Saturday night. And Sunday is exclusively mm-hmm. for uh, the Truck Series and the Menards cards, both being televised. 
at 11.30 a.m. qualifying in Milwaukee on FS2 for the trucks. 1 p.m. in the Arkham Menards Cars Series, the Spreacher? Sprecher? 150? I don't know what that is. Sprecher? Uh, who the hell? Where do they get these? How much does it cost to advertise for the Menards Cars? Like, can, Not much. Can, is like 100 bucks? Can we get a, a, a track talk advertisement for one of these Menards Cars races? Like, Probably. What is Sprecher's? Sprecher's 150 at Milwaukee on FS1. And then at 4 p.m., the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series goes off on the Clean Harbors 175 in Milwaukee on FS1. So a whole lineup on Sunday on FS1. A whole lot of harbors in Milwaukee? I guess. Is that a, that, that a water town? I, <laughs> yeah, right? It's on it's on the lake, right? It, is isn't it? it? I'm pretty sure Milwaukee is on one of the great one of the Great Lakes. It's on Lake what? Michigan, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's on Lake Michigan. Hold on, we're we're checking this in real. Yeah, it's on uh, Lake. Uh, what lake is this? Lake uh, Lake. Yeah, Lake Michigan. Yeah, Lake Michigan, big shipping town. They got. Uh, well, it is. Not- yeah, they got the Milwaukee uh, Pierhead Lighthouse and the Pavilion and the Lakeshore State Park. <laughs> There's a right. breakwater light. Yeah. <laughs> Big shipping port. Big shipping port, Milwaukee. Um, oh, there's a brewery. Miller. You don't it. say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Matt, this weekend, Daytona, hard to predict. Who you got this weekend in the uh, NASCAR Cup Series? Who are you picking? Uh, whoever survives. Who, uh, who, is yours, who is your house? Uh, let's see. Who needs it the most that is really good at oh. restrictor plate races? Well, I knew I knew I know who needs it the most, but then you added that second part and I was like, oh well, never mind. <laughs> uh honestly I would not be surprised. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna say Bubba makes the playoffs, whether he wins the race or not. Uh if if someone else wins the race, it will be someone who's already locked in. And the Bubba will be the 16th driver in the playoffs. Okay. Okay. Um, oh my! So God. I guess what I'm saying is, give me the playoff current playoff field to win the race, and the win to end drivers all missing, uh, which would include my car. But you know, maybe we'll win. We'll see. We'll We're see. We're fast in the 500. You you are right now uh, for the average finish place in 2023 for super speedways. Uh, Ryan Priest. We've been wrecked out of every one of them. I don't don't even read the number. I don't want to know. We've been wrecked out of every plate track this year. That's Both okay. well, okay, with the exception of Atlanta one, where we lost a motor, and we're 16 seconds slower than the field. What if I told you you were only one spot behind Kyle Larson on average finishing place in super speedways in 2023? Does that make you feel better? I, it would if we had the same amount of wins as Kyle Larson. Uh, however, we don't, and he does. And, yeah, no, I we've been fast. Uh, we, we had a really good car in the Daytona 500. We finished second in stage one behind Brad Keselowski. Uh, we were cruising when uh, a the pit cycle cars being lapped, whatever happened in that. I still don't know. Haven't gone back and watched. Don't care. Got wrecked. Um, 
We've been wrecked in every single race. With Kyle Larson at Talladega, where we almost killed him. Um, uh, Yeah. You're you're tied with Austin Hill in average finish. Oh, that's great, because he's run one or two. Uh, Three. Oh, he ran... Oh, that's right. He Uh, ran Atlanta. Yeah, he ran Atlanta. He ran Atlanta-Talladega. He ran the second Atlanta, the night race Atlanta, Talladega, and the Daytona. No. Yeah, did he, he make the Did he make the Daytona 500? I'm pretty sure he did. I thought he did. Yeah, I thought he made the Daytona 500. I think he has one at Talladega and the night race at Atlanta, right? Okay. I think yeah, that, we'll I think it. that's one of those. Uh, yeah, 30, 30 and a half is the average. Yeah, tied for like last, I said, tied for last. I mean, that would bother me if like we were the 30th place car in all those races. Right, right, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you got you got you you've had engine trouble, you've been wrecked. I mean, yeah, it's it's not like we've been wrecked three times and had <laughs> engine trouble once. It's not like you're 30th, 30 and a half uh because of speed. Like it's it's yeah. just yeah, it's restrictive right racing, dude. It's it is what it is. Um, yep. the, the highest best average finish in 2023 for restrictor plate racing on super speedways is Ryan Blaney at six and a half. He's not locked in the playoffs. There he's you go. Not. Is that your pick? And it is my pick. As much as I picked Ryan Blaney last year, it seems like every say, single old, week. Old reliable for Bryce. <laughs> straight to Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney, once again, baby. Let's see if he can get a win and lock himself into the playoffs. I feel like I jinx that guy every time I pick him, man. I feel so bad for him. Don't. He makes a lot of money. <laughs> oh, no. Ryan Blaney is locked into the playoffs. He won this year. Did he? Where did he win at? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Where did he win at? Blaney. Uh, Blaney won. He won at Charlotte. How did I forget that? Oh, yeah. He won the 600. I completely yeah, forgot that. I guess because it yep. was 3 a.m. in the morning when it got over, and I was delirious. No, it was the middle of the afternoon on Monday. Maybe that's why I forgot it. I can, oh yeah, I forgot that was suspended. Yeah, yeah. Yep, it was memorial. It was run on Memorial Day, and you were at the pool sending me pictures of the pool and the sunshine, asking me when we could would it stop raining in Charlotte so we could go race. That doesn't sound like me at all. So you can watch your race on TV, <laughs> and I'm standing in this stupid drizzle on a Monday that's supposed to be a holiday for dead soldiers, <laughs> and uh, here I am. Wishing I was dead <laughs> in Charlotte, North Carolina. That doesn't sound like anything I would do. I would never do such things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Ryan, he's still going to be my pick. He's still going to be my pick for uh, for Tal- or for uh, Daytona this weekend. I'm going. That's fine. I'm going with Ryan Blaney. Uh, let's w- switch over to IndyCar just real quick. Uh, Scott Dixon won. Yeah, he's he's a hundred something points ahead of everybody. Um, there's only three races left. They got. Uh, Three consecutive weeks, though. Yeah, 27th, 3rd, and 10th, um, the end of Monterey. So, yeah, but Alex Pelot won it. He's, he's too far ahead. He's very consistent. Um, that's all really I have to say. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, yeah. And then over on uh, over on F1, Max Verstappen has won the championship, obviously. what? How funny would it be, as dominant as Max Verstappen has been, he's going for some consecutive wins thing for himself and a consecutive wins thing for Red Bull and stuff this week like it's a it's a very monumentous occasion this weekend and you know it's in Zandvoort so how funny would it be on one of the most dominating years ever in F1 history 
as dominant as Max Verstappen has been, that he doesn't get a win in his home race? Uh, that would be the only entertainment of the year so far. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be yeah. it. Would be hilarious. Man. As much as I love Max, and I obviously think he's going to win. If he doesn't win at Zandvoort, it would be it would be hilarious. But I, I'm not picking anybody other than Max to win. Yeah. Why? Why would you? Yeah. Why, yeah unless you just hate money. I, do, do you hate winning? Do you hate money? Um, I don't even. Are know you what, the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> I don't even know what the driver standings are. I don't even know how many points Max Verstappen is ahead. Yeah, um, a lot. It, I, you can. I'll put it this way: other than his teammate Fernando Alonso's in third, you could double Fernando Alonso's point total for this year, and Max Verstappen would still be ahead in the points. So, That's all you need. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty insane. Pretty insane. It'll be interesting to see though if who wins between uh, Hamilton and Fernando Alonso because uh, Alonso's at one forty nine and Hamilton's at one forty eight. Uh, so yeah. that that'll you know then that essentially determines who finishes the third in the championship. So, but that's F one this weekend. There, Zandvoort uh, schedule looks like a schedule would if I would click on it. Um, that's not right. Oh, that's that's local time. Uh, the practice tomorrow starts at six thirty a.m. Then FP two at ten a.m. FP three at five thirty a.m. on Saturday. Qualifying at nine a.m on saturday and then the race is at 9 a.m on saturday all those races and all those qualifyings and all those practices will be on espn and max verstappen will be on the top step of the podium on sunday after the race is over yep that's all i got man you got anything else nope sweet let's get out of here on a thursday and continue on with our day and good luck in talladega man i'll be watching and cheering you on from uh from the nice cool air-conditioned uh, living room having a couple a uh, couple brewskis saturday night saturday right. night thanks i'll be in daytona then not talladega so i won't be cheer- okay yes uh why do i get those confused i got that's like the fourth time i've got them mixed up in my head i don't know why um have fun at one that. has a beach one is in uh the middle of a national forest I've, so. I've seen some people do a little makeshift beaches in uh in dega on the you know in, inside the uh, yeah, yeah yeah i've seen a lot of crazy I bet <laughs> what what happens in the Talladega infield stays in the Talladega oh, yeah. infield. Yeah, I became a man in the infield in the Talladega. But for yeah. uh, for Matt Ridgway, I'm Bryce Farley. This has been Track Talk. We will see you all at some point in the near future, possibly. Goodbye. <laughs>